Hey, good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquint and welcome to Tuesday. I am back. Uh, I was off yesterday. Uh, my youngest son was actually visiting a uh, the school that he just committed to. He is officially committed to play football for the University of San Diego. Uh, super proud of him and uh, we were... We were told we had to go to camp, you know, as part of the whole thing. And, and it's so funny with all that's going on with with the COVID, uh, you couldn't even see the coaches. So we were FaceTiming them as we were walking around campus. Uh, then we drove back home to Phoenix. But uh, nonetheless, uh, he is relieved to have that uh, done with, and we're happy for him. And uh, that was why I was gone. But I'm back today. And... Just in the nick of time, uh, wow, what a massive, massive sell-off today. We'll tell you all about it, but before I do, uh, I am joined with the Professor Glenn Biddle, who is the guy that I go to when I can't do shows. Glenn, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Joe. Congratulations to your son. That's huge. you got uh, two boys. Made it to the big time. That's great. Yeah, so it, it's something where uh, um, obviously with the with the COVID that that was out and about there, uh, it changed all of the recruiting for all of the kids. Uh, my older son, his school is not playing football. I saw uh, over the the weekend that the was it the Big Ten said they were going to cancel the season, and then. Uh, everybody freaked out, and now they're they're saying, "Well, maybe we're not canceling the season, so they're not sure if they're canceling it or not." Uh, high school sports is is really really up in the air. A lot of states have already canceled it. Arizona's still saying we're going to play, but what happens is every time we get close, every time we get close, they they. Uh, they moved the goal. They moved the goal line. So now uh, we were supposed to start. The first game was supposed to be September 11th. Now it's September 30th. Uh, we'll just have to see if uh, if that happens, right? So as we get a little closer, I know Arizona. The cases have been going down here in Arizona. I just don't know what the number is. What is the number for for you to uh, make a? Uh, a decision as to whether or not you're going to play or not play. What At what number of cases is it going to be allowed for these kids to play? And that's, I think, Glenn, that's the big question right now. I don't know what that number is. Yeah, they had the, uh, I guess, the president of the University of Arizona uh, on Squawk Box this morning talking to him about, you know, what do you do? He's also a heart surgeon, so, I mean, he's a doctor, so that's a great person to have there as far as, determining health which i think is, is a good thing um and you know he's saying you know it, it they, they'll go into lockdown if they have to i mean i don't think any of these colleges are taking any chances i think from a liability standpoint they're scared to death and all it takes is two or three schools in any different conference and that ruins the whole season for everybody so i think that's what you're going to see either reduce uh games or no games at all and i uh, didn't the pac 10 say something about Maybe canceling or the, the Pac-10 um, hasn't made an official announcement, but they are they are threatening. You know, the they're leaning towards possibly canceling. But the same thing happened as soon as the 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 Pac the Pac-10, which has twelve schools in it. So why is it called the Pac-10? Is 
for anyone to guess. But as soon as they kind of were saying, hey, I don't think we're going to play, people freaked out. I mean, for the top level, it's big money. I mean, the 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 lower tiers, they've already canceled. So uh, my my older son plays uh, for a Division three school. They, they've canceled. They're done. They're not playing uh, schools all online for the first semester. Uh, my older, my younger son, who just committed to to San Diego. Now San Diego, they're a a, a one double A school, so they're they're and they're a very good one double A school. They're done. They've already said they're like the Ivies. You know, they, they they've all said, hey, we're not playing uh, Division twos. I'm not so I don't know as much about the Division twos or not. Even in the Division ones. If it's not a Power Five, a lot of the non-Power Fives have already said, hey, we're not going to play. It's just really the Power Fives. And, and those are the ones, you know, they make hundreds of millions of dollars by playing football. And for a lot of these schools, the football program pays for all the other programs. You know, it, it supports it. I, I'll say this. Nick Saban, from Al, the coach at Alabama, he brought up a good point. He says, here's the one thing I know. And and a college football team, and I don't care if it's uh, Division three or Division one, has roughly around a hundred players on it. When you throw in all the walk-ons, a hundred players, not counting coaches. And he said, "Hey, listen, my kids are safer here at Alabama than they are at home doing God knows what." And I thought that was a pretty good argument. Yeah, that's exactly right. I know that that uh, LSU, you know, Ed Ogeron, he is all for. I can't see the SEC canceling. I just can't see that at all. And I also think I read where the ACC says they're still on. So for now, at least. Yeah, so, I think the the, I mean, the SEC and the ACC are trying to 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 let it be known. And I know Nebraska, who's part of the Big Ten, who also has more than ten schools in it, by the way. Uh, and the Big Ten was thinking of, you know, they were the ones that were going to cancel, and then everyone freaked out. Now they said, well, we're going to wait a while. Nebraska said, go ahead and cancel. We're still playing. We'll leave the Big Ten if that means we get to play football. So it's interesting. Uh, that's why I was gone yesterday. When we get back, I promise we'll focus on what we do best. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. So on Friday, we we had a, a pullback uh, gold that hit $2,100 uh, in the in the early hours of the morning. Silver hit $30 to the ounce. Uh, and then by the end of Friday, uh, gold had pulled back. Silver had pulled back. Uh, now, actually, silver, it pulled back a little bit. Not, 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 not like gold. Uh, and I said to you on Friday, listen, we're going to have to wait and see how Monday goes to see if this is a, a quick one or if we're going to have uh, a, a forming of a bottom. We need a new higher low in gold. We've been waiting for a pullback. Is this finally it? Uh, yesterday, gold and silver opened up with a bang. I mean, they were up $20, $30. I'm like, oh, okay, well, looks like... Uh, um, we're not going to get the pullback yet. Looks like we're going to keep going. But the, it it fizzled out, and by the end of the day, uh, gold was only up a few dollars. Uh, silver was, was, was still in the $29-plus range. 
And then this morning, uh, the big banks uh, hammered the holy holy heck out of its uh, gold was down almost a hundred dollars today. Right now, it's down uh, eighty. Uh, at 1944, 1944, uh, but it was down uh, at the low about a hundred dollars. Uh, and again, it, it came right in the last support level we had. Well, the first one. So you got to remember, we went through all-time highs, and there's the charts. There's nothing out there, so the computers don't necessarily know what to do. Now, of course, we know that gold's been rallying, rallying, rally, rally, rally. And every time there was a pullback, maybe the, the pullbacks lasted like hours, not days, hours. So this morning, uh, very confident in this. One of the big banks, and maybe more than one, made sure there was a pullback and, and went short. Bill, I'm sure it's probably a two, three, four billion dollar short position to, to get what the effect that they wanted. So when we first broke 1900, the first stopping point was right in that night, depending on the contract. Uh, you know, the, the, the guys on TV are using the December contract. Of course, we talk about the spot price here. Uh, in that 1935 to 1942 range, that was the first time gold broke 1900, ran up, let's just call it 1940. And then had one of those pullbacks that lasted a few hours. And by the end of the day, uh, gold went back down to like 1920. By the end of the day, it was back to 1940 again. So that is where gold found support today. So it went all the way back down because there was nothing there. Right? So the computers just kept selling. And so it looks like today. Now, is this the bottom? Don't know that. Right, I would like I, if it was me. I would like us to retest the 1900, but if we don't, I mean, 1940, 19. We're really, I mean, it's about the same thing. So this could be the bottom here uh, at this 1940 level, and we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out uh, over the next few days. Uh, but what's funny is the dollar's actually down today. Uh, and rightfully so, uh, the president over the weekend, Glenn, made a bunch of executive orders. we got to talk about that. Uh, but what do you think? you think we've got a bottom here in gold, or, or do you think we got a little more ways to go? It's hard to say how hard the big banks want to hammer it, I, I would think. I mean, uh, definitely the president played his hand over the weekend, and we talked a bit about that yesterday with the four executive orders. And, you know, absence of, of any real leadership in Washington in, in the House and the Senate, I, I think the president was right in doing what he did. There had Something had to be done. Um, well, we do know. Now, I don't know, and I it's wasn't. The, it's, uh, the, it's, we, the, it's the beach ball popping up, Joe. I mean, they can't hold gold down forever. It's going to keep going. There's nothing they can oh, do. Oh, absolutely. Their, their money is lost. So we need higher highs and higher lows. And that's where gold, gold's been in this, in this trend. And really, uh, you know, people are talking about, hey, it's the start of the next uh, uh, bull market. Gold's been doing this for the last several years now, where we're getting higher highs and higher lows. We're going to get a higher low. The question is, is that higher low going to be 1940, or is that higher low going to be 1900? We're probably splitting hairs. Uh, but, but either way, we're going to get a higher low 
Uh, and then again, uh, as I said, gold doesn't take out all-time highs to go up a couple hundred dollars. That's not what's happening. But talking about the executive orders, I know that Wall Street is, you know, very excited. Again, up another 260 points today. Uh, just defies any real logic. Uh, but that's okay. Listen, this is what happens when you get money printing the, at the scope we're getting. All of those executive orders, really, when you read them, in other words, don't read the headline, read the orders, don't have a lot of teeth to it. Uh, The eviction order doesn't stop any evictions, just doesn't. I mean, if if you have a Fannie or a Freddie, you're okay. Everybody else, uh, you're not. The... Let's talk about the the payroll deferment. This is a big thing about this legislation. I don't know if any businesses are actually going to do it. It's supposed to start September 1st. The thing about it is, right now, it's only a deferment. In other words, the way the executive order was written... The president wants you to pay it back later, which would be, I mean, think about it. Uh, and, and only the people, uh, you got to make less than $100,000 to get it. And then if you qualify for it, uh, right now it's written that you have to pay it back later. So, again, not a lot of teeth to it. I, and I don't know how many businesses will do it or not. The extra $400, that's definitely not happening. Uh, there's actually some laws that need to be addressed, number one. Uh, number two, the states have to agree to pay 100 of the $400, which none of the states have any money to pay anyway. Uh, and, and again, the, the amount of time it would take because of, he, because of how they did it. Believe it or not, it takes much longer legally for the states to do it through an executive order. What the president was hoping to accomplish was forcing the Democrats to make a deal. That's really what he wanted in all of this. He was upset, and rightfully so. Like Glenn said, listen, the Republicans, hey, you know, it was the old, we want a trillion, the Democrats want three trillion, let's just agree at two trillion, right? I mean, that's what the Republicans were going for. The Democrats were like, nah. No, we're not agreeing. We want $3 trillion. Too bad. We're not doing anything. So this is trying to force the Democrats to come back. And believe it or not, it'll be better for everybody that's not working. If they come back and get a deal done, you'll actually get your money sooner. Anybody that's unemployed right now, you are not getting $400 in your check next week. You're not getting $400 in your check the week after or the week after that or the week after that, or the week after that. It's not happening. And then the Social Security part, that's an interesting one. It would be a brilliant move. If the president wants to have more money in people's pockets, that's a great way to do it. You know, right now, if you're if you're an employer, employee, I'm sorry, an employee, 6.2% of your pay is withheld for Social Security. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. I mean, having an extra 6.2% of your money, I mean, that's a lot, 
Right, Glenn? I mean, that, 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 that helps. The problem is all you're going to do is make that trust fund run out a whole lot sooner. But I told you, it's coming no matter what. But, but irregardless, uh, and I know, Glenn, you guys spent time on it yesterday, this was nothing more than a made-for-TV event by the president. I salute the move. I think the move was brilliant. He's trying to get the Democrats to come to an agreement that doesn't cost $3 trillion, Glenn. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of it is if you look at what Mitch McConnell said about the Democrats, is that that they want a slush fund to bail out these failed states, which is you know Illinois, California, New Jersey, New York. That's what they want, and they haven't spent a lot of the money that they got in the first couple bailouts. You know, so they're just trying to create a slush fund to just keep padding the system. And we we talked about this last week, Joe. I think you said. Uh, you know, obviously they want to bail out pensions, they want to bail out, and that, that whole thing with the state and local tax, how you can't write that off anymore, that's just brutal, that's so brutal on those blue states as far as governments go. It, it actually exposes how high tax they actually are when you can't write it off anymore, and that, that's what, why people are voting with their feet and are leaving. And the other interesting thing is now when people are leaving and they work in a different state, but their state, but their business is headquartered back in the big blue state. Now they have big fights between these governors on who's going to get the tax money on the income, which is really interesting. I know uh, New Hampshire and New York and Massachusetts are having a big battle right now about that. Well, you know, I'm going to point out something that, that I think a lot of people, and again, you don't hear about it on the mainstream media, because it's not Apple or Netflix or Microsoft, right? It's not a pharmaceutical company. And, uh, you know, like like Boeing and Caterpillar are leading the market higher. Give me a break. Boeing can't even fly a plane right now. Right? Caterpillar I, I just reported. Go ahead, Glad. Yeah, Boeing, Boeing had more cancellations than orders this last month. Um, this so is the second they're month in, in a row now where they've had more cancellations yeah. than orders. And... And air travel, so they tried to make a big deal. Listen, i got to bring this up because they lie to you. Listen, I'm, this is why we're so popular. They tried to tell you, oh, airline travel's coming back. We had over 800,000 people on a plane on Sunday. Right? They're making this great big deal. Uh, believe it or not, uh, the percentage of people flying in an airplane is the exact same as it was six weeks ago it hasn't gone higher at all but they said it ad infinitum i heard it all day long about it's the first time we were over eight hundred thousand. you got to remember the end of or august right especially like arizona normally this would be the week the kids go back to school so you got that this was kind of like the last vacation this week and next week and the week after depending on what part of the country you're from uh, do you know, they said, you know, 800,000 people flew on a plane, according to the TSA. Do you know what it was same week and same Sunday last year? It was 2.6 million. And they've been tracking right around from July 1st through August, so far in August, They've been tracking right around 67% down, and it hasn't changed. It hasn't moved uh, more than a percent in either direction 
up or down from that number. And it's just a misnomer, but they say it because, oh, look at Bowen stocks running because some guy, and give the guy credit, right? He realized, hey, we hit over 800,000, but if you went back, August always, especially the first three weekends in August, are the biggest travel days of the summer. So usually on that, the Sunday numbers for the next three weeks are going to be bigger because everyone wanted that last vacation or they needed to fly home. They were on the Uber Rich, or they, you know, they're on vacation all summer long, right? They got to fly back home because their kids finally got to go to school. So, and of course, what also happens right now? Oh, that's right. The college kids fly back to school. Now, not all the schools are open, but those Power 5 schools, ASU, U of A, they're open. Kids had to fly in. School starts here. So, again, not quite the truth. Kind of the truth, but just not the whole truth. So help me God. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. So I, I'm, I'm sad to say. Uh, the executive orders, well, cool. I mean, it was cool, right? I mean, made for great headlines. Not really what it seemed. Uh, unfortunately, because of some legal issues, uh, the $400 isn't happening. Uh, it, it would take, my guess would be, it, let's just say the Democrats don't play ball. It'll probably take a couple of months before that would even happen. And it would only happen in states that agreed to pay 100 of the 400. The Social Security deferment supposed to start September 1st. And again, I the way it's written, companies can do it or not do it. Because the, the whole deferment part, you know, hey, pay it back later part, they, nobody likes that. Right, especially if you're a guy making, hey, if you're making, you know, fifteen dollars an hour, and then you get a deferment for four months, and then all of a sudden in January they say, hey, you got to start paying it back. I mean, that'd be devastating. Now, the theory is that Congress later would pass legislation waiving the deferment, but you know, again, look at what's happened right now. They can't even they can't even come together now. You got thirty million people, and really thirty two million people that are getting whacked on the head this week, and nobody cares. Right? They all want a grandstand for TV. And listen, the president's just as guilty because he grandstanded. It's not what it seemed. But I hope, I hope it worked. I like the thought. Listen, we're waiting, and the Republicans are saying, listen, we're willing to go above a trillion. But so far, the Democrats, they won't move. Like Glenn said, they want to bail out these states. And, I, I again, I don't know what to do. Let's take New York City, okay? I think a lot of people would, would tell you, hey, that's, that's an important city. Right? Obviously, it's an important city. 83% of eateries. And it didn't matter. Big, little, chain, non-chain. Either paid no rent at all, or paid some rent, and this is a July number. Thirty-seven percent paid no rent. Thirty-seven percent paid 
some rent. 17% paid all of the rent. And another, like, almost 9% said, hey, we're not sure. Listen, if you're not sure, you didn't pay. Right? You know if you paid the rent or not. So when you look at it, you're thinking, hey, we're talking about all told, right, 17% of eateries are paying all of the rent. What happens to the other 83%, especially the one, you got 37% that are paying nothing. They don't have any money to pay. And yet stocks are at all-time highs. Right? And, and of course, they're sitting there trying to uh, get us to believe that things are wonderful out there. And they talk about, oh, look at the earnings. We're so much better than expected. Were they? The S&P 500. Okay, so this is, the S&P 500 is our 500, you know, our 500 best companies. Right? This is uh, a pretty good uh, picture of most of and let's face it, most of them really are global companies. But a pretty good picture. You take all 500 stocks of the S&P. Do you know that 445 of those companies, which represents 88% of the S&P 500, of these companies reporting, only the very small few, the, the, you know, I'll call them the FANG type stocks, your Facebooks, your Amazons, your Apples, your Netflix, your Googles. If you throw those out, by the way, those companies, their revenues were only up 2%. That's it. That was what their, their big, big earnings growth was for the S&P 500, those few stocks. And think about these stocks that, I mean, they're up 40 50% on 2% earnings growth. The other stocks that aren't them, the other you know four hundred and fifty some odd earnings per share fell thirty four percent. So, Glenn, how does that work when you have eighty eight percent of the companies struggling? You think about it. I look at New York. Hey, eighty three percent of the companies. Either couldn't pay any rent at all or only can make a partial rent payment. That kind of fits. That same similar number, 80-some percent of the S&P 500 was down at earnings growth of negative 34%. I mean, how are we sitting here at these levels and people are sitting there saying, oh, it's wonderful out there. How does that work? It works because people are ignorant and not stupid i mean they're ignorant of what's going on joe because they're too busy watching cardboard cutout fake baseball and you know fake basketball and the only one i'm watching now is hockey because they actually stand for the flag the other thing joe is <laughs> all these malls that are shuttering and this big uh, anchor stores now are are, are going to become amazon fulfillment centers what's that tell you about the economy I, we knew that malls were, were dinosaurs and were going away at the dodo anyway but but here it's just more destruction, and yet yes, we do need to. There's creative destruction, I guess you call it, in the, in the economic world. But I mean, Southwest they're offering buyouts to nine thousand employees, twenty percent of their workforce. What what company that's in good shape does that? You know, you don't do it. And then and here's what'll happen: they'll buy out those workers, 
and their stock will go up because they'll be more profitable. And that that's how bad this is. The world's upside down, Joe. It is completely Well, they'll lose down. less money. They're, the airlines aren't profitable, but they'll lose right. less money. How about the Russell 2000? Now, nobody talks about the Russell 2000. I, I don't talk about it. I can't even really tell you what stocks are in the Russell 2000. These are your small stocks, right? The, the stocks that you don't get a lot of press on, on the idiot box. Earnings for these companies are down 97%. 97%. In other words, if they made a dollar a share last year, that company's making three cents. That's it. And, and this is kind of the thing that, that we're up against. And when you're seeing the, the president saying, hey, I'm willing, I'm willing to bankrupt Social Security to save this economy. Of course, Social Security is already bankrupt. But you know, what, you know what I'm driving at. I'm willing to do it. How bad is it really? And that's the thing that, that I think has been why gold's been running, why Wall Street's running. You know, and again, Eric was the one. He told you from the get-go, listen, we're going to have higher st- stock markets going higher. Gold and silver are going higher because the printing presses won't stop running. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 I just had a terrible thought, so I'm watching. A headline broke about mortgages and it's more of the same but it got me thinking why should anybody pay anything what if we just all stop paying i mean if 83 percent of eateries in new york aren't paying why would the other 17 percent pay and now core logic says a huge spike in people not paying their mortgage so it's gotten worse, not better. So they, they they actually have stages of delinquency. Okay, so stages of delinquencies. The first stage, and 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 I like how they labeled the first stage. It's early stage delinquencies, right? Okay, that makes sense, right? If, hey, early stage. Right? What's the earliest stage of delinquency you could be in? Well, you gotta miss at least one payment. So thirty to 59 days 30 to 59 days late which is still only one month right you missed one payment getting ready to miss the second haven't missed the second yet was up three percent from the 1.7 percent recorded in may this was just may and may remember all the you know forbearances now all of a sudden, here we are in August, and we've had a huge increase. This just tells you this jobs picture not getting better. And I expect September's numbers to be cataclysmic if they don't have any money. You know, when you think about this, we're giving people an extra $600 a month. Or a week, I'm sorry, not a, a, a week. Now, of course, some of these people have, you know, their states... They, they they aren't very good and, and hadn't gotten their money and all this and that, but a huge increase. That's stage one. Adverse delinquencies. Okay, now, now it's getting a little more serious. 60 to 89 days. So now you've missed two payments. 2.8% up from the May number. Serious delinquencies. Okay, you missed 
90 days or more. In other words, you've missed three or more payments. Now, that one's up 1.5% from May. And CoreLogic is now saying that 7.3% of all mortgages were 30 days or more past due. And, and this was a number in May. And now that number keeps jumping. And by, by the way, this is the highest level of what I'll call, uh, what are they calling it, early stage delinquencies since the housing crisis. And so now, I, again, I keep asking, how does this all work? How much money are we going to spend? I mean, Glenn, if you, if you think about it, how long until nobody's paying rent? How long until only the idiots are paying their mortgages, right? How many of you out there paid your mortgage during the housing crash and regretted it? Right? I mean, I know I did, right? I did. I'm like, man, I, I shouldn't have paid. You know, and I was one of those guys. I had a first and a second by two different banks. I could have lived there for three, four years without, without getting hit. But, of course, listen, I honor my debts, and a lot of us out there, we do. We honor our debts. You know, I signed the contract, I'm going to pay for it, but these are numbers. You know, when I sit there and tell you that 7.3% of people aren't paying their mortgage, and by the way, you know, you think about the housing crisis that led to the financial crisis, that was less than 5% of people didn't pay their mortgage. So this number is actually higher. So how does this math work? And then you sit there and you start thinking about why it is the president did what he did, even though it was a lot of smoke and mirrors. Listen, this is serious here. I don't know that we can go another week or two without a deal from the Democrats. People need money, Glenn. It's just that simple. Yeah, Joe, I'm paid ahead on my mortgages. We have some rentals and you know, obviously my house. We, we're, we're, I'm paid two to three months ahead just because that I I don't want to ever get caught short. It would, it would, it would be unthinkable not to pay my mortgage that that's just my mentality of it and i think hopefully everybody in our listening audience is in the same way but you're right there is a point where you're like yeah why should i and think about this if you're in portland or seattle or new york city and you're a businessman you have a small business downtown you might consider even paying why pay your taxes because what are you getting like chicago great point great point yeah i mean exactly just incredible the seattle police chief just resigned today uh, they, they, the yep. Seattle City, uh, whatever you call them, uh, their elected officials there in the city of Seattle uh, cut a hundred police officers, de- took all this money away. Are they nuts? And of course, you know what they I'm saying. Let de- them do it. Yeah, Let them do it because you know what? And, Three and or four years from now, officers. they'll regret it. They're going to regret it in three to four weeks when their city yeah, is you're right about taken that, yeah. over. They're, there was an incident in, in New York yesterday where uh, a gang of teens beat up this one girl, and the police officers were literally a car length away and did not intervene because they were completely outnumbered. And the police are starting to take flack over it for, like, look, you won't let us do our job, so why should we go intervene and do something? And then, right. you know, we were going to have to physically. Yeah, we were going to have to physically 
put some people to the ground, and it would not look good on a cell phone. We are going to have to body slam somebody. We are going to have to put a knee in the back. We we're, you know, it was gonna, it was gonna have to get physical, and the cops are like, forget it, not worth it, not doing it. I don't blame them. It's gone way too far. It's, it, it's crazy. But when you think about these millennials, this is this is the second time these millennials have done the don't pay thing. Right? Second time. I mean, we just did this 12 years ago. Now it's back again. They're not paying. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. I'm going to do something that we do from time to time here. I'd wait another day. We got to buy these dips, but I don't believe the wholesalers have discounted this dip enough. If tomorrow it bounces back, it won't cost you anything because they didn't move the prices enough. Let's wait a day. Let's see. Wait a day and see. I want. I want you to buy these dips. I want you to get great value out of it. Uh, but today, at least today, prices are down. Don't get me wrong. It's not like they didn't go down at all. But, you know, we've got gold down, you know, $80, $85, and, and 20s only went down 40 bucks. $5 liberties only went down 10 bucks. You know, that's not enough. So I would tell you, you're by all means, you're more than willing to, to buy them, and you're going to be fine if you did. Don't get me wrong. But I'm hopeful that tomorrow will bring an even cheaper price, and we'll start buying that dip tomorrow so i'll leave it up to you but right now uh the specials that i got weren't that special uh the pricing that i got wasn't that that great in other words the wholesalers are saying hey listen we're busy as you know what and we i'm telling you right now we are so busy in here it's been incredible i mean our business is up 300 percent 400 percent uh year over year that's how busy it is in here. And, of course, they're, you know the paper markets and the physical markets are not the same markets. And so they're, they're kind of saying, hey, this is just you know computers and big banks forcing a trade, and we're expecting gold to bounce right back, so they don't want to offer the discounts. Uh, so I'm telling you all, uh, wait another day. But, Glenn, what I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm really concerned. Think about it if you're 30. 35, 40, you know, I'll be 50. Wow, man, I'll be 50 in five days. This is the second time now in, in my, you know, and I've really, quite honestly, I only became an adult when I met my wife. You know, I was a typical boy. Uh, I didn't even have an ounce of maturity in me till I was like 28 years old. And here I am going to be 50, and it's the second time in the 22 years that I call myself an adult, that people just don't pay, Glenn. Yeah, the last time people walked away and left the keys on the on the uh, counter, didn't they? Yeah, Joe? they called it jingle mail. Yeah. Right? This time, the yeah. only reason you're not hearing about it, this time, the only reason why Wall Street's breaking records and setting or are near records is because the government has allowed for people not to pay. 
right? Well, we're deferring this, and we're deferring that, and, and we're going to give you this, and we're going to give you that. And now all the giveaways, even though these executive orders, all the giveaways are gone now. Now we'll have to see if Congress will act, which they're going to at some point. They, they have to. But the numbers of people not paying, you know, it's just a little perspective. New York City, 83% of the eateries can't pay their bills. Right? Nationally now, 7.3% of people aren't making their mortgage payments. I don't know how it all works out. I mean, how much money is it? It's a lot. A lot more money is going to be printed. Gold's got a long way to go. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.